You're listening to Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins for Thursday, October 12th. I'm Lee Zimpel, your news director. And I am Tyler Weatherwax, your assistant news director. And we are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. As always, we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, CSU Spur Campus has earned CSU a spot in the Engineering News Record Mountain State's list of finalists for the Project of the Year. This and more with Tyler and Campus News. And do you want to help make a certain stretch of road near Fort Collins safer? The Colorado Department of Transportation is asking for suggestions and a new safety and study aimed as part of the U.S. Highway 287 that's seen many crashes in recent years. Learn more in local news with Lee. Then Fort Collins will see a handful of performances this week from theater to live music. Tyler will give you a rundown of what events you can put on your radar in events news. Later on in the broadcast, the war between Israel and Hamas is making huge international headlines and sparking a lot of debate here in the U.S. You'll get a breakdown of the history and what you need to know as the conflict continues with Lee and national news. And with that, we'll get started with campus news. CSU has named a new vice president for engagement and extension. James Pritchett will be taking on the position coming from being the dean of the College of Agricultural Sciences and the director of the Agricultural Experimentation Station. Pritchett has lifelong ties to not only the state, but to rural Colorado as well. Pritchett will be coming in after the previous vice president was there as an intern role for the past 15 months. The search was nationwide, and the Colorado local was still able to secure the position. CSU has been named a finalist for ENR Mountain State's Project of the Year. The school was listed as a finalist on their website and was nominated for the school's Spur Campus at the National Western Center. And tonight on the Lori Student Plaza, there will be a vigil for Israel. The vigil will be put on by Students for Holocaust Awareness and the Advisor Council for Jewish Inclusion at CSU. The event starts at 6.30 p.m. and will act as a peaceful gathering for the CSU Jewish community. Tonight, they will gather for prayer, reflection, and support. Once again, Homecoming and Family Weekend are this weekend, and we'll see lots of fun events on campus. Also, CSU's Peace Corp Tribute Garden will be opening this weekend. This is the end of your campus news. Coming up next, CDOT is looking for your suggestions. Learn more with Lee in local news coming up next. In local news, the Colorado Department of Transportation is looking for local input in a project to improve the safety on a deadly section of U.S. Highway 287. According to CDOT, in the past five years, this 30-mile stretch of road north of Fort Collins has seen a total of 570 crashes. 116 of those caused injuries, and 15 of those resulted in deaths. The stretch runs from the U.S. 287 intersection with Colorado Highway 14 all the way to the Wyoming state line. The number of crashes through this busy, important corridor warranted CDOT to begin a safety study in April. The project aims to make the stretch safer by assessing what makes it dangerous in the first place, then addressing those issues through cost-effective solutions, all while making sure the public is in the loop by knowing about the study and being able to participate in the project. If you happen to have any suggestions on how to make the road safer and want to contribute to the project, CDOT says you can send your ideas to the project team email, which is us287safetystudy at gmail.com. If you want to learn more about a specific stretch of road CDOT is focused on, their official website, which is codot.gov, has a page under their projects tab dedicated to the study. 
Then on that same page, you can also find the project team email as well. The deadline for sending in your ideas is coming up quick, though. Responses are due this Friday, October 13th. Contributions to this story come from the Coloradoan. Fort Collins police are investigating a fatal crash that resulted in the death of a motorcyclist Tuesday evening. At around 7.45 p.m. on Tuesday the 10th, an SUV and a motorcycle collided at the intersection of Windmill Drive and West Horsetooth Road, according to a Fort Collins Police Services press release. The motorcyclist, an adult male, sustained life-threatening injuries. When officers arrived to the scene, they tried life-saving measures, but despite that, the rider was pronounced dead at the scene. The Fort Collins Police Collision Reconstruction and Road between Shields and Manhattan Avenue for about five hours. In the release, evidence so far says that the SUV was headed south on Windmill Drive, where it stopped for a stop sign at Horsetooth. The SUV started to make a left, going east on Horsetooth, when it crashed with the motorcycle, which was coming from the opposite direction on Horsetooth. The collision spun the SUV to rest facing west, and the motorcycle came to rest in the eastbound lanes of the road. Police are still investigating if speed played a role in the crash. In the release, Crash Team Sergeant Mike Average said Tuesday evening was a tragic night for multiple families and people and asked for all drivers to obey traffic laws to reduce the number of cases like this one. According to the Coloradoan, this crash brought Fort Collins's motorcycle deaths up to a total of five so far this year. The investigation is still ongoing and police are asking for anyone with information and those who may have video of the crash to call Officer Matt Breed at 970-221-6842. The search for the Fort Collins trail runner who has been missing since September 28th has been suspended as of Tuesday. 49-year-old Chad Palanche went missing in the Rocky Mountain National Park. Park officials and other search teams have looked extensively for him through the air and on the ground since, searching a large area that covered his planned route and beyond. Planch is described as an experienced trail runner. When he went missing, he was on the 28-mile loop run crossing the Continental Divide. According to the Coloradoan, the run was partly off-trail and had steep terrain through the heart of the park's backcountry. Park officials announced last week that snow, ice, and strong winds at high elevation stalled search efforts. This week, more winter-like conditions, including freezing temperatures, are forecast for the park Wednesday night through Friday. But park's spokesperson, Kyle Patterson, said that the weather wasn't a part of the decision to suspend the search. Patterson said that searchers have spent 11 days and logged over 500 ground miles over arduous terrain like large boulders, steep cliffs, and dense forests, all without finding any clues. Patterson said that because of the size of the area and that Palanche hadn't done the route before, search managers had to consider a wide variety of scenarios like him being lost, hurt, or dead. In a news release from Tuesday, park officials said that even though Larger scale search efforts are being suspended. Patrols will still happen in the area when conditions warrant it. The park said that any clues reported will be investigated as appropriate. Planche is described as 5'7, 155 pounds, with brown hair and blue eyes. He is likely wearing a black ultralight jacket and black running shorts or leggings with a gray fanny pack. Anyone who may have information that could help find him can contact the National Park Service's tip line at 888. 
653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-653-
The war between Israel and Hamas is making huge international headlines and has sparked a lot of conversation and debate here in the U.S. Here are some key things to know as the conflict continues. The war is rooted in a long history and century-old issue. Britain gained control of Palestine in 1920 after defeating the Ottoman Empire and World War I, which controlled the region for about 400 years before. As Britain took on the task to establish a national home in Palestine for Jewish people, Jewish migration from Eastern and Central Europe surged as Jews fled persecution and destruction brought by the Holocaust and World War II. By the end of the Holocaust, over 6 million European Jews were killed, and a lot of survivors were left without a place to go. As much more Jewish immigrants arrived, many Palestinians were displaced. They started pushing back, tensions grew, and violence broke out. The United Nations split Jerusalem into separate Jewish and Arab states after the 1948 Arab-Israeli War. Israel controlled the West and Jordan controlled the East, but in war, Israel ended up capturing the entire city. The city itself is divided and disputed today. The most recent plan for peace saw the U.S. formally recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel in 2017 under the Trump administration. But Palestinians dismissed the move as one-sided, so the plan never really got off the ground. Most nations do not acknowledge Jerusalem as belonging to either Israelis or Palestinians. In the war today, the two forces fighting are Hamas and the Israelis' defense forces. Hamas is the largest Palestinian militant group. It's considered a terrorist group by the U.S., the U.K., and other nations, and it's committed to the destruction of Israel. It was established in 1987. The Israeli Defense Forces is the combined armed forces of Israel. The IDF was established in 1948, a couple weeks after Israel declared itself a state. Over the years, the international community has made efforts to bring peace, but without success. Over the weekend, in the biggest offensive in years, Hamas launched a devastating surprise attack on a major Jewish holiday. As of Wednesday, according to the BBC, the Israeli death toll reached over 1,200 just five days into the assault. Experts warned something like this would happen if peace wasn't found, and as for the future, it doesn't seem like it'll be sorted out anytime soon. Contributions to this story come from the BBC, USA Today, and PBS. That's a wrap for National News. We'll be back with the weather after the break. New Belgium Brewing is a proud supporter of Colorado State University and KCSU. Old Aggie Superior Lager is the official craft beer of Colorado State University and is a collaboration alongside CSU and New Belgium Brewing. The result is Old Aggie Superior Lager, a light lager that gives back to the university. Old Aggie is the official craft beer of Colorado State University and brewed by Ram Bands. Enjoy responsibly. been a little rainy and a little cooler this week and as we move into the weekend we'll keep those cooler temperatures but the chances for rain will phase out 
For today, it's looking a little gray out there. We'll see about a 40% chance of rain in a cloudy sky with a high of 53 degrees. It'll be a pretty windy day today, especially in the afternoon. Winds could reach as high as 45 miles an hour. Tonight, we can see some more rain showers, possibly even mixing in with a little bit of snow after 3 in the morning. The low will dip to around 37 degrees, but winds might make it feel a little cooler than that. On Friday, it'll warm up just a bit as we'll see a high of 55 and sunny skies. It'll still be windy though, not quite as windy as today, but still pretty windy throughout the day. The winds will die down Friday night as skies will stay mostly clear and temps drop to a low around 28. This weekend will be much nicer, though you can expect a fair amount of sun and clear skies. Saturday will be mostly sunny with a high of 57 and lighter, breezier winds. Saturday night will keep those mostly clear skies with a low of 32. And on Sunday, you can expect another sunny day. It'll be one of the warmer days of the week with a high of 68 degrees. Sunday night will be partly cloudy and will have a low of 38. Information comes from the National Weather Service. And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. We would also like to thank the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener, so thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under the news or podcast section, or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts by searching KCSU News. And with that, we'll see you next time.